I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to another interesting time in God's presence where I'll be bringing you words and teachings that will change your life and inspire you. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We exalt you. We glorify you. We honor your name. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit. For we know that the entrance of your word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And God has something very special for you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, um, as believers, there are certain foundations that should be established in our hearts. There are certain foundations that should be established in our hearts. Every building that exists must have a foundation. The foundation of a building is the stability of the building. Hallelujah. So every Christian must have an established foundation in their heart. Very important. And one of such foundations is the fact that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. That's foundation that believers need to establish in their heart. Hallelujah. Believers need to establish it in their heart that Jesus is Lord. Now, what does it mean? The word Lord actually means master. Means owner. And you can, in extension, you can say boss. You can say superior. But he is the master. He is the owner. Jesus is Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And when we say Jesus is Lord, he is Lord over everything. He's Lord over everything. There are many Christians that pretend or they claim to believe that Jesus is Lord, but it's not an established foundation in your heart. It's not an established foundation in your heart. There are certain things that happen in the world, for example, and the hope of believers is not in Jesus. 
their hope is in some theory or something that some human beings have come up with. And that could be a big problem. Could be a big problem. They are the ones Jesus talked about. With their mouths, they call me Lord, Lord, but their hearts are far away from me. When it comes to times to prove their faith, they fail. Because Jesus was never Lord in their heart. There was never a foundation of their heart. He was never really Lord. See, there are two things that believers must understand. It's one thing for Jesus to be your Savior. It's entirely something else for him to be your Lord. It's possible that you could make Jesus your Savior, but you're not, not your Lord. Hallelujah. And the fact is that not every Christian has made Jesus their Lord. Not every Christian. Savior, yes. Because he saved you from your sins, yeah. And they've accepted that he's a Savior, yes. But they have not accepted that he's Lord. Hallelujah. If you go to the book of Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Look at it. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. If Jesus is the Lord of your life, then you will trust in him with all your heart and not on your own understanding. Not on your own understanding. Then verse 6, it says, In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. In all your ways acknowledge him. In all your ways acknowledge him. Hallelujah. Do you know this whole COVID thing that came up? It came to expose a lot of things and a lot of people. It came to expose a lot of things and a lot of people. You know, anybody can say, oh, I believe Jesus is the healer. I believe Jesus is the healer. Anybody can say that. Well, you believe, yeah. But when it comes to time to prove it, that's where we know who really believes in Jesus. Because there are certain things that you will do to put your life on the line. It's either you believe or you don't believe. It's either you believe or you don't believe. One day, a leper met Jesus and said, Lord, if you will, you can make me whole. Hallelujah. And the Bible says Jesus touched him and said, I will be thou clean. And the man was made whole. Now, why did Jesus have to touch him? Because 
by law, him touching that man would have made him ceremonially unclean too. But he touched the man by faith. He touched the man because he knew that whatever that man was carrying was never going to come upon him. And the man got healed. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. If Jesus is your Lord, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. There are many people who were saying when the whole COVID thing started, there are many people who were saying, oh, where are those pastors who claim to be healing the sick? Okay, now COVID has come. Let them begin to heal the COVID people. And I heard that I laughed. Because, you know, the devil is so stupid. On a daily basis, that period, we're praying for people with COVID. We pray for them. They are positive now. We pray for them. Before long, you discover they are negative. Pray for a lot of people, so many people. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. It's either we believe or we do not believe. Hallelujah. It's either we believe or we do not believe. Because people thought, oh, this thing is so, it's so deadly. Once you just come close to somebody that has it, you will get it and you will die. Because of that, many people started reacting out of fear. And the worst part is ministers of the gospel. When ministers of the gospel begin to react out of fear, it just shows that Jesus has not really become the Lord of their lives. It just shows. Hallelujah. It just shows that Jesus has not really become the Lord of their lives. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Our security is not in what men say. Our security is in us dwelling, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. And I've said it before that the secret place of the Most High is the confines of God's Word. The confines of God's word, that is the secret place. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Hallelujah. They are saved. Some people, their control, they, they are, they are, their confidence is in a vaccine, they believe strongly with their lives that, oh, if they, 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 they take that vaccine, then they are going to be saved. That's what their confidence is in. So the moment they take that shot in their mind, in their mind, they are, they are fine now. They are protected now. They are secure. Earlier today, I was reading on news earlier today about a number of people in Europe that received a vaccine. This is a secular newspaper, not a, a Christian one. So it's, it's open. 
in two European countries. People took this vaccine and suddenly they began to have blood clots in their brains. And of all that this happened just recently. And a number of the people died, prompting the country to suspend the use of that vaccine. This is current. Hallelujah. I can imagine these people when they were going to take that shot. I can imagine them in their minds, oh, I'm safe now. I'm okay now because I've received this shot. Not knowing that it was going to lead to their death. Maybe these were people that were even healthy. And they went to take shots that led them to their death. And that particular country, they said from now till further notice, people aged less than 55 years old will not be given that particular vaccine because of the results that came up. Can you imagine? So human beings are now being the guinea pigs to test whatever it is that they came up with for a disease that less than 0.05 people that get the thing died. For that reason alone, many people are out of fear at going and bringing death upon themselves. Now for the world, I don't expect anything different because they don't know better. The Bible says they are of the world. The world heareth them. They, they, they are of the world. But when believers, Christians, are now responding out of fear the same way, then there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a big, big, big problem. Hallelujah. See, let me tell you something. There's a big reason why you should not be afraid of death. The book of Hebrews chapter 2, I'm going to show you something first. Hebrews chapter 2, and I'm going to be reading from verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself, talking about Jesus, likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Jesus partook, he got flesh and blood and came to this world and lived as a man. And he died. Why? So that through death, he might destroy the one who had power over death. The power of death. Verse 15 says, what verse 15? And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. 
through fear of death. They were all their lifetime subject to bondage. If you are afraid of dying, then you are in bondage. Why are many people rushing to go take this thing? Because of the fear of death. But not knowing that, when you have fear of death, you are already in bondage. You are a slave. But I want to show you something in the book of Job, chapter 3 and verse 25. The book of Job, chapter 3 and verse 25. It says, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Did you see that? This is exactly what happened to Job. He was living in fear, afraid his children, different things will happen and eventually happen because he harbored fear. So when you are afraid, oh, I might contact this, I might get this, and I, I, I don't want to die. And then you react based on fear. That thing that you are afraid of, you are actually inviting it. And use those people. This is, this is on news. A lot of people have gone, because of the fear of death, have gone to get something injected into them. Some have been sick. And some have actually died as a result of the, the, the complications that came from that thing. Hallelujah. For children of God, it ought to be different. Our confidence should not be in that thing. Our confidence should be in the name of the Lord. That's where our confidence is. Praise God. Not in... See, so many things are going on in the world today. So many things are going on in the world today. And as children of God, we need to be strong and believe strongly that Jesus is Lord. Believe in the saving power of Jesus, in the protecting power of Jesus. Because he is more than able to protect you as his child. He's more than able to. Hallelujah. He's more than able to. He is. Hallelujah. No, I'm not against medicine. I'm not. I'm not against medicine. But I'm against foolishness. Now, before you download an app, for example, on your phone or device or whatever, they will, you will see that legal something asking for permission. Do you accept this? So you are going to read. They expect you, even though most people don't read it, but you are expected to read before you sign, before you agree. Before you take something, you want to hear different sides. That's why that's what is called review. You want to hear different sides. And there are many people who have come up and have spoken against these things. Professionals, people at the top of their profession. 
and I've said something is wrong. There is a difference between treating people that are sick and vaccinating the whole world. There's a difference. Hallelujah. There's a difference. So we as children of God, first of all, we know that Jesus is Lord. And listen, if we close our eyes in death in this world, we will be in heaven. Do you understand? As children of God, as those who believe in Jesus, heaven is our home. That is our hope. So we're not afraid like the rest of the world. We are confident. We are protected. So we're not afraid like the rest of the world. Hallelujah. I know Jesus is your Savior, but is He your Lord? If Jesus is your Lord, His opinion concerning everything in your life will come first. What is His opinion concerning this thing you are saying? What is His opinion concerning this thing you want to do? What does He say? What is His opinion? Hallelujah. And Jesus said, if you save your life, you will lose it. But if you lose your life for his sake, you will save it. So what are you going to do? Hallelujah. What are you going to do? The first and most important thing that I want believers to know, first of all, is that there is a great deception going on. There's a great deception going on. Hallelujah. That's the truth. There's a great deception. And God doesn't want you to be deceived. He wants you to know what is going on. The great deception going on. And God doesn't want his children to fall for it. Hallelujah. Now, whether you have taken the vaccine or not. Oh, I'm so grateful to God. I heard something recently prayed for somebody two days ago and this person while I was praying for her something began to manifest I said oh we want to do this to her we want to destroy her we want to kill her this and that and, that. and I was aware because this person had told me that she took the vaccine so I asked I said this vaccine are you guys the ones responsible for it and I said absolutely yeah we are we want to hinder mankind. We want to stop the people of this world. That's what we want to do. We want to kill as many people as possible. As I saw this particular lady, what happened? Said when she was going to take the vaccine, she wore a checkered t-shirt by faith in the name of Jesus. And all the time she, was, she went there, she just kept calling the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus calling the name of Jesus. And so when she got back home, suddenly she began to vomit. Because of the name of Jesus she called, the effect of that vaccine, that's what she was vomiting. And that thing came out of her. This, I had a recording of it. Came out of her. So it's beyond physical there's something spiritual about this for your information those at the helm of affairs i said this time and time again 
These people are members of the occult. It is something that is known. They are members of the occult. And they have an agenda. It's obvious. Jesus said, kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Which means there is another kingdom apart from the kingdom of heaven. And that kingdom is very well organized. They have agenda. They have things that they have planned for the world. Just like the Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world that he hates. <laughs> for the devil so loved to hate the world. Hallelujah. When God loved the world, what did he do? He gave his son. But the devil, <laughs> because of his hatred for the world, he wants to take the sons of men. Do you understand? That's it. That's why Jesus called him a murderer from the beginning. He's a killer. And these people have come out boldly to say the population of the world is too much. And we have to do something about it. If something is too much, what would you do? You will reduce it. How can you reduce human beings without killing them? And he also went out to say openly how they are going to carry out this by mass vaccination. That's the plan. Hallelujah. But those who know their God will not be stupid and they will not fall for the plans of the enemy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your body belongs to Jesus and the devil will not get advantage over you. Hallelujah. And I asked a question while I was doing that deliverance. I said, there are some pastors who are urging their members to take the vaccine. Who are these people? And the response was clear. They work for us. They work for us. But of course, of course. You remember Jesus said something. He said, on the last day, there are those who say, we prophesied in your name. We cast out demons in your name. And then what will be his reply? He said, go away from me. You workers of iniquity. The problem was not in the prophesying in the name of Jesus or casting out devils in the name of Jesus. But who were they really working for? If you are leading souls to Christ, you are working for Jesus. If you are leading souls away from Christ, you are not working for him. You are working for iniquity. And that's why some of these pastors who are encouraging people, <laughs> who are encouraging people to go and take this vaccine and all that, Suddenly, they don't preach about miracles anymore. Many of them have turned to financial experts. And I'm talking about finance and all that. They become motivational speakers. Because, I mean, it's either you believe or you don't believe. Praise God. But you see, in these last days, your hope confidence should be in Jesus. Your confidence should be in Jesus, not on anything. 
Hallelujah. Not on anything. Not even on yourself. Your confidence should be in Jesus. Hallelujah. And I've said it. If you're going out, whenever you're going out, you're driving out, you say, Father, I go out in safety and I come back in safety in the name of Jesus. Nobody's going to hit me today and I'm not going to hit anybody today in the name of Jesus. You say it by faith in the name of Jesus. Don't trust in your driving skills and your expertise. Don't trust in that. Confidence is in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even in the medicine and the health wise. Yes, thank God for doctors and everything. We listen to them when we should. But ultimately, our confidence is in God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And before you get out, go on to do anything, first pray about it. Hear from God. What is God saying about this? Hear from Him. What is God saying about this? Before you get into it. Hallelujah. Before you get into it, very, very important. Because we are sons and daughters of light. Glory to Jesus. We are sons and daughters of light. We do not work in darkness. Hallelujah. If you go to the book of Philippians chapter 3, I want to show you something there. Philippians chapter 3, and I'm reading from verse 2. Philippians chapter 3, and I'm reading from verse 2. He says, Beware of dogs. Beware of dogs. Now, I'm sure some of you have seen a sign like that, Beware of dogs. You've seen it somewhere before. When you see Beware of dogs, they usually put it at the gates of houses or something where there are dogs. So they are warning you that there are dogs here. Beware of dogs. He says, beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concession. Beware. It means there are dogs in the house. So beware. In the church, there are some people who actually are dogs. And they can bite. They are dogs. They can offend your faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Beware of such people. Anybody who doesn't say anything to build your faith, run. Hallelujah. Run. He says, beware of dogs. At the beginning of the pandemic, when it started and everything, there's one thing the Spirit of God led me to do. And I said it boldly in church. I said, nobody is permitted to die. And I said it again and again and again. And I dared anyone. I said, even if they told you you had you were positive for this thing and that you're going to die, come, I will pray for you and you'll be fine. And that statement I made boosted the faith of a lot of people. It boosted their faith. Their faith was strengthened. Even though the world, the news media of the world, were pushing out 
rhetorics of fear. But that statement I made is strengthening the faith of many of God's people. Hallelujah. But guess what? There are also pastors who are in the body who are pushing out messages of fear, not just messages, actions of fear. And that's very dangerous. So he says, beware of dogs. Beware. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So God wants you as his children to be aware. Let Jesus truly be the Lord of your life. And the moment he is the Lord of your life, you will not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. And I've told you time and time again, when fear tries to attack you, I refuse to fear in the name of Jesus. I refuse to fear. You reject fear. Hallelujah. The Bible says you shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. No virus is potent enough to bring you down. No sickness, no disease, no situation, no circumstance is potent enough to destroy you. The Bible says if God be for us, who can be against us? No one. No one. So you are heavily defended. You are protected. Hallelujah. So there's no reason to fear. Hallelujah. David said, Though the mountains be moved, cast into the sea, I will not be moved. He said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one. Fear no one. Fear nothing. Because you are untouchable. The Bible says, Being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You are born of the incorruptible seed. I'm telling you, that disease that will kill you has not been discovered. And it will never be discovered because it will not recover. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's it. Believe it. God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Glory to God. And sometimes when you believe something, your belief system, it may not resonate with your mind. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. The Bible says with, my, with the heart, man believes. So there are sometimes your mind may not accept something, but your heart accepts it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, if God shows up today and says, by this time tomorrow, you're going to be a millionaire. I mean, it's hard for your heart, your mind to accept such a thing because you know your present state. But because you know that all things are possible with your heart, you say, yes, I believe. I believe it in the name of Jesus. Because all things are possible with God. Hallelujah. In the same way you believe with your heart concerning all that God has told you. And in the end, you would always come back with a testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to pray for you right now. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your children. Lord God, thank you for bringing them into your sheepfold, being their Savior. But Lord God Almighty, as your word has come to them, the truth of your word coming to them makes them know that you're not only their Savior, but you are also their Lord. Lord God Almighty, from today, we dedicate ourselves completely to you, knowing that you are the Lord of our lives. And we will trust in you. We trust in you in all our ways. In all that we do, we depend on you. Because you are the only one who has a 100% record of never failing. And we trust in you. Lord God Almighty, we are protected. No evil will come near our dwelling place. No sickness will fasten itself against our bodies. In the name of Jesus, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Therefore, the arrows of the wicked one will not touch us. Lord, we thank you. Because above all, we are your children. We are born again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm sure you've learned a thing or two. Jesus is Lord, not only Savior, but also Lord. And your confidence should not be in anything of this world, but your confidence should be in the fact that Jesus is Lord of your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. But when Jesus is Lord, he will take care of you, he will protect you, and he will keep you safe. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you mightily. And I'm going to come to you again with more words and teaching that will change your life forever. But until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.